When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm James Deacon and welcome to Desert Island Dicks, the show that sees you marooned on a desert island after a plane crash with the worst people and worst things imaginable. Who they are and why they're a dick is up to you. And here to share their Desert Island Dicks with us today is comedian Chloe Petz. Hello. Hi. Hi, thanks for coming in. Thanks for having me. Much appreciated. Straight from work to Desert Island Dicks. Uh, it's a dream come true, I must say. <laughs> <laughs> no. In my my career goals in, are to do... Um, Taskmaster. Yeah. Go back to my old school to do an inspirational speech. Nice. And Desert Island Discs. Yes. So, frankly, this is Uh, a step on the ladder. um, Yes, okay. Yeah. You're part of the way there, sort of, only by way of the fact that you're doing a podcast and that's also a podcast. (laughs) Okay, yeah. Yeah, But, you know, it's all practice, isn't it? I was really worried there. I was just like, you don't think this is Desert Island Discs? (laughs) (laughs) What's happened? Um... Chloe, uh, as always, let's dive in. Who's going to be your first person? I'm going to go Zlatan. Zlatan. Mr. Zlatan. When when I saw that you were picking Zlatan, I got really excited. Why did you get excited? But just because no one's picked Zlatan yet, and I think it's an excellent choice, but please tell me why. Well, I, I have like a, a complicated relationship with people with huge egos. Okay. Because I'm both like fascinated by them, but quite disgusted by them. Yes. And I'm not one of these like... Um, a lot of football fans really like shithousery. Like, mm. they love Sergio Ramos, they love Zlatan, they love Suarez, but I just hate it. I'm just like, you could just be a nice boy. Yes. Just be a nice boy on the Yes, pitch. yes. But Zlatan, I think, on the island, would be, I see him as a bit like the character Groot in Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, I feel like all he says is, I am Zlatan. Yes. And I feel like we'd be, I'd be like, Zlatan, come on, we need to like chop some wood, babes. Like, come on, we've got <laughs> yeah. to do some practical stuff on the island. Yeah. And he'd just be like topless, covered in oil. Yes. Doing all of his like karate chops. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I've fashioned an axe, yeah. Zlatan. <laughs> just use an axe. Um, so I, I think I'd just get so infuriated with his posing, mm. his sort of um, egomania. Yeah. Oh, God. And he'd want you to pander to it because everyone else does, right? It would be like, look, I am Zlatan. And the, the, like up to that point, that's all he's needed to say. But now you're like, actually, you know, you need to put a bit more in here. You need to pull your weight. Mm. And, and and I think that that's exactly it. I don't think I'm good at pandering to those egos. Mm, it's tough. I think Zlatan is so fascinating. It's like, where has this come from? It, it's like, oh, you're, okay, you're good at football, but like, he think he thinks he's some kind of god or something. It's ridiculous. And the problem is, is that there are pockets. There are there are big pockets where it's justified, where okay. he will just do something oh brilliant, and you're just like, well, that's just justified your whole league. I know, hasn't it? and it's just fueled the fire. It's like he scores that wonder goal for LA Galaxy and then takes out an advert saying, you're welcome. (laughs) 
Did you see that? I did see that. And there's just absolutely no need for it. I know, yeah, I know. It's just ridiculous. But that's the ridiculousness of football, I think, in general. It's just like you can get away with that kind of stuff because you play football. And, and people love it. And people and that love it. And annoys me. Mm. But then I also think maybe it's just because I'm jealous. Yes, okay. Maybe I, like, I think I'd probably be like that if I was that good at football. Okay. So you think it's an internal thing that, like, you know... If you could play like Zlatan, if if I if I could play like Zlatan, <laughs> then I would be like Cristiano Ronaldo. Right, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know that C- Cristiano Ronaldo just doing that. CR seven. CR seven when he takes his shirt off and like just, I know. like <laughs> tenses so hard so that you can see this six pack. His celebration where he runs, runs, <laughs> he runs, does a spin and turns into Action Man in the air. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Just like this puppet, just like uh, oh my god! It's my favourite thing. I have oh, a yeah. I have a friend who I greet a greet like that. That's the, great. The I Ronaldo love that. That's so good. Um, Zlatan is fascinating. Like, there's this whole mysterious mythological thing around Zlatan and the things that Zlatan's meant to have said and done. I don't know if any of it's true. Do you know what I mean? Like the cult of Zlatan. I'm just really glad that he played in the Premier League <laughs> for a little while. Me too. I'm glad we had him. I know. And and I'm. I am glad that he did well, but Manu didn't do well while he was there yes. because then he would have become insufferable. Oh, totally, yeah. But he still managed to turn it into this narrative of like, again, like you're welcome. Yeah, I am God. Yeah, kind of yeah, and you got to see me. You, I, I graced you with my presence. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. a short period of time. Okay, so Zlatan, very much justified first choice of who's going to be a second choice. So in a similar kind of way. Mm. Another personality type that I'm both fascinated and disgusted by is I've I've this character that I've kind of made up called Jane, mm. and she's an amalgam of like the most boring people you'll ever encounter. So the sort of the wine o'clock, live uh, love love kind of person <laughs> yeah. who like has no opinion about anything, and people that are just fen- boring fence sitters are. A, so interesting to me Mm. because I can't understand how you could be a person that doesn't have an opinion. Mm. And I don't care what the opinion is, just get an opinion. Yes, okay. And, um, but equally, I find that, again, I guess it's that thing of I find it okay to watch from afar. Mm. But when it came to being stuck on a desert island with them, I think I would do my nut. Yeah, because be you'd also, you'd be looking at Zlatan and going like you're absolutely awful, and then you'll go Jane, isn't he awful? And she'll kind of go, hmm. Oh yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I think in combination, I think he's all awful. Right, you I think, know. Oh, he's. Oh, let him get on with Just it. Kind of he's a like, nice yeah. young man. Oh yeah, but we all know a Jane. Do you know what I mean? We do all know a Jane or a Joe. It could be a Joe. It could be a Joe. Yeah, but- Look at you trying to be all peaceful. <laughs> <laughs> no, it no, could be a Jane. It but, could be a Jane. No, yeah, but yeah, I think yeah, we all know a Jane. The live, laugh, love. Oh my god, that is that that like epitomizes it. It's perfect. There's that that's on on the mantelpiece. Do you know what I mean? On the mantelpiece. Yeah, and it's also just like if you're gonna have like a generic quote on your wall, mm. couldn't you get a more interesting generic quote at least? Totally. Yeah. It's it's just. That is the most simple life mantra to live by. Live, laugh, love. 
It's there, it's on the wall, and right next to it is like um, a black and white picture of uh, New York, but the, the taxi's yellow. <laughs> yeah, right? perfect, perfect. There it is, right there. Okay. She'd yeah. probably be like whittling one on the, like a live, laugh, love on the island kind of thing. Okay. Well, I'm trying to, I'm the only one trying to chop the wood. Mm. I think the fact that Jane whittles is a bit too, <laughs> maybe a bit too <laughs> a bit creative. Too <laughs> yeah. Maybe Zlatan's off whittling for her then. I love the wine o'clock though. That's great. <laughs> it is wine o'clock. It's this wine o'clock. Jane, we, it's a desert island. We don't know what the mm. time is. It's mm. not wine o'clock. Yes. Okay. Yes. A Jane. I think like a few Janes instantly come to my head and that would be so frustrating on an island. It's just like you need someone to back you up and it's just kind of like hmm. or just someone to have like a laugh with do you or know what d- I mean yeah like you probably you on the island you'd like accidentally eat some of her coconut and she'd send, send an all staff email <laughs> yes that, that exactly kind of yeah thing. yeah <laughs> you are barely living life and you're definitely not laughing right now Jane. <laughs> okay Jane anything else on Jane before we put Jane on the island I don't think there's anything else about Jane Oh, and that's the problem with Jane isn't it mm. I've got nothing more to add She's boring. <laughs> Would you align under Jane? <laughs> when when I saw that you were going to pick Jane, I thought. Did you think that I? I thought maybe. I just didn't know. I just didn't know. I think I had a, had, a, had a friend called Jane that I was going. I to... thought you, maybe you were going to cut someone really deep. <laughs> I was just like, oh. my mum, Jane. <laughs> yeah, you're like, oh, okay, but yes, we know a Jane. Right, Jane goes on the island. Who's going to be a third choice? Well, my third choice, I've gone for someone that probably would have been quite relevant about two years ago, mm. but he remains to this point still incredibly annoying. The Go Compare Man. Yes. It's the Go Compare Man. And I feel like I feel like he's not in the public consciousness so much anymore, even though he still is on those adverts. Mm. And I feel like he's a bit like global warming, like we've kind of all all accepted that it's not great, but it's, you know, sticking around, that yes. kind of thing. To compare the Go Compare Man to global warming is pretty harsh. I mean, it is harsh, and yeah. I do apologise no, for that. No, but it is good. It is really good. I mean, it, it, it needs to go away, right? Are you calling him it now? <laughs> <laughs> the Go Compare Man and global warming, hand in hand, needs to disappear. <laughs> Those are our two causes. Into an unseasonable sunset. Those right? kids that did the march in Brighton, it wasn't just about global warming, it was about the Go Compare Man exactly, as well. Exactly, yeah. Well, whoever came up with that, they need to, you know check themselves because that is really really awful but but they've done what they intended to haven't they which has mm. got us talking yeah we can all we can all sing the go compare song can't we so their task has been complete are you are you gonna <laughs> i thought you were gonna break into go compare absolutely not <laughs> oh, no <yeah. laughs> i mean the go compare man himself that person whoever that actor is dressed as the Go Compare Man, has done pretty well for himself, right? He's done really well for himself. So I'll always remember this moment. I was in at the Edinburgh Fringe Mm. in 2015, I think, doing like a really bad play at uni. And there was this woman on the show after us and she watched our show one day, so we promised we'd stick around. And she was doing this kind of storytelling of her life, kind of, uh, and, and she was an opera singer as well. So she'd tell the story of her life and then she'd sing a song okay. that was from her life. Wow. And she told us that where she studied, she studied with Riddy and Roberts and the Go Compare Man. No way. And she said he's a really nice bloke. 
And this, obviously 2015 was kind of the height of all of the hatred towards him. Mm. And she said that she felt absolutely awful for him and he's actually a very talented, great singer. So, although he's incredibly annoying, on the desert island, mm. I'm, I'll be missing music, won't I? Yes. So I could get him to sing, you know, some of the classics for me. That's good. Nessandorma. Or, or, or like Poker Face or something. <laughs> That's great in an opera style. Yeah, yeah. yeah great. Well, I might see if he's got a pop re- repertoire. You never yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's good. I thought you meant the opera classics. The opera classics. <laughs> the only one you could think <laughs> of is Ness and Dorma. <laughs> that's all I've got. That's all I've got in my armory. <laughs> I have no idea. Um, I'm not very cultured. I think mean, neither am I. No, okay, fine. Um, okay, the Go Compare Man. Yes. I think actually you're right. Although he has bought much pain to us over the past few years, um, maybe he would be kind of entertaining. He could be an asset. He could be an asset in a way. But as the character, the Go Compare man, only being able to reel off Go Compare, that would be a killer. An absolute killer. That'd be like game over. That'd be like, look, Zlatan, how good's your karate? Do your worst. Take me out. Right. End me now. Um, okay. Go compare. Anything else on go compare? I don't think so. Okay. I think um, we all know he's awful. Mm. And, um, and how... But he's probably raking it in. So fair play to him. How long can they draw this out for? Right. I mean, there are infinite places that you could put the go compare, man. It's dangerous, isn't it? So. It, he... might, it, might, it might go on forever. As long as as long as global warming, <laughs> as long as global warming goes on, <laughs> which is going to be forever. Great, go compare. Um, I'll warn my kids. Um, <laughs> great, uh, thank you very much, Chloe. Now, mercifully, among the wreckage of the plane, there's some food and drink left over. Unfortunately for you, it's your least favourite food and drink in the world. What are they, and why are they so bad? Uh, least favourite food: sweet food corn. First. Sweet corn in any form. Okay. Although. I might eat it on top of a pizza. Right. And you have done in the past. I have done in the past. Right, okay. Just like overlook it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it, like, it's pizza in it. Yeah. There's enough going on to kind of. There's a lot going on. There's enough grease to kind of overwhelm the sweet corn flavour. So why sweet corn? I just, I don't really like the flavour. Mmm. Um,. Which I think is a good enough reason, really, yeah, isn't it? That's, that's it. That's top of the pile. <laughs> Just don't like it. Don't like it. Done. Um, Sweet. I obviously think that there's the obvious reason of how it comes out in your poo. Yes. Right. Yeah. 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 And it's just very unpleasant. Yeah. Why is that? You just we're not meant to eat it. I don't know. I, I don't, don't know. know. There, there must be something about it that's resistant to our um, stomach acid. Stomach acid. And the rest of the digestion process. Yeah, well, <laughs> why? It's weird, isn't it? I, I really can't. The only thing I can think is it's like quite small, so maybe the intestine like doesn't catch it. <laughs> maybe, maybe you're yeah, right. Yeah, that's science. It could be it? Yeah, science. <laughs> Great, that's that. Sweet science sorted. Tick. Can um, I? Can I say something? Like I've had a thought mm. for quite a, some time. Yeah, do. And I haven't known the forum in which to voice this thought, and I think it could be quite a disgusting thought. I think this is it, yeah. Okay, you you might have to edit this out because it's really nasty, all right? And for the next sort of two minutes, if you don't like graphic stories about poo, then I would skip, okay? I've got two kids, I'm good. (laughs) I'm in. So, you know how it goes through your body and comes out in the form? Of a poo, yeah. Of a poo. Yeah. Uh, But like, 
you've got whole bits of sweet corn. Right. If you had to do a stool sample mm. and you did your stool sample into your piece of newspaper yeah. and then you got your little scooper to put it in the pot. Yeah. If you scooped out the sweet corny piece of poo, yeah. put it in the pot <laughs> and sent it off, yeah. do you think the person in the laboratory would be able to do all the tests that they needed to do on your poo off the soup piece of that sweet corn? Oh, I genuinely don't know. That's so good. I'm not sure. Me neither. But it's really been problem, mate. <laughs> or would that sway it? Would that like? Would it? Would there? Be, would it be like? Would their test like they do on the litmus paper? I'm just going to try and use a sciencey <laughs> word. I don't really know. Um, or whatever they put it in uh, and swirl it around with a little glass stick. Um, will it come out? And and will the sweet corn? Will you actually get? Uh, Will you actually get the results from the sweet corn rather than the poo? How weird. No, what I mean is, like, has the sweet corn, like... Got enough on it. Got, no, got enough of the components. Has it become, like, enough of, of a poo <laughs> to be tested as poo? I don't know. Do you know what I mean? I or is it just too sweet corny to be poo? <laughs> oh, I told you it was nasty. <laughs> I still think that it'd be, like, the most percentage sweet corn and yeah. less percentage poo. Yeah. But would there, I'm thinking, would there be enough poo on it for them to do run diagnostics on the poo? No, nah, because if like you put it in with a bit of poo, they probably just go, oh, we'll just leave the sweet corn to one side. Ah, but and then the just work on the poo. the bit you scooped up was the sweet corn. Right, I don't know. Is it enough poo to... I, I think I know think the answer is. to my question. Yeah, okay. What, do you, what do you think? I think absolutely not. It's a piece no, of sweet corn. It's a piece of sweet corn. <laughs> I think you're right. Yeah. But I'm still intrigued. There's still a, mm. a little bit of doubt in me. Okay, that it could it could work out. That it could be poo enough. This is the kind of thing that you, I'd love to send into like. Um, do you remember Brainiac Science Abuse <laughs> that they used to do? Do you remember that? Uh, no, I don't. But oh right. It would be nice, wouldn't it? It was John Tickle from Big Brother, right? He yeah. was on Big Brother, and then he did this program. Do you know Brainiac Science Abuse? I think I think I can probably like please, fill please, in the blanks. Yeah, you just they just ask questions, science questions. Yeah. He once filled an entire uh, swimming pool with custard and then walked across it. It was incredible. Wow! It was a defining moment. Maybe not just in Brainiac Science Abuse, but in science as like a, a whole. custard Jesus. Yeah, like a custard Jesus. Wow! Please do YouTube it. Um, I think you should YouTube it. Maybe I'll show you it straight after this. Perfect. And uh, <laughs> Can we just uh, run through the podcast real quick so that we can get <laughs> so to that video, please? That, Thank yeah. you. <laughs> and uh, I urge anyone out there, if you haven't seen it, to go and have a look. But this is the perfect question for Brainiac Science Abuse. And welcome back, people that have mm. switched off because they couldn't handle our <laughs> sweet corn poo chat. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'll work out some option and edit it in, being like, if you're not into poo, skip forward exactly one minute, 53 seconds. Just and like... And carry on. Just like a really shit bandersnatch. <laughs> <laughs> like, Choose your like own a, podcast adventure. Like a genuinely shit bandersnatch. <laughs> like oh, you've chosen it. the wrong <laughs> option. Go back to minute 20. Yeah, that's it, yeah. I haven't done bandersnatch, by the way. Me neither. No, I've heard mixed reviews. Oh, but I just can't bother. No, neither. Just tell the story for me. Like I said, I've got two kids. I'm lucky if me and my girlfriend can watch... A half an hour program without one of us falling asleep or us falling out about something. So <laughs> bad as that feels like a real chore. It's like we I might have to get a babysitter for an entire night just so we can battle it. And you know, to be honest, 
if I've got a babysitter, I want to get as drunk as I possibly can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't want to spend your babysitter money on watching Bandersnatch. Absolutely not. Um, yes, I'm sorry. I've gone on a tangent there. So sweet corn. Sorry, I don't feel like we've got to the crux of why you really don't like sweet corn. Oh, it's the f- taste. It's the taste. Mm. I'm I, just not interested in do it. Do you remember the first time you tasted sweet corn and just thought, no, this isn't for me? I was probably just a kid. And, yeah. And I remember it because I remember thinking... My brother loves sweet corn, but I'm more of a pea girl. Mm. So genuinely one of the like like defining features of, you know, when you just get something in your head as a child that's just so insignificant, but you see it as a defining feature of the both of you. Mm. So I just remember Peter likes sweet corn. I like peas. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And then from then on in, is it people that like sweet corn and you kind of tar them with that brush? You're like, oh, okay. I don't hate my brother. Oh, right. Sorry. (laughs) I, just I actually you love like him. Okay. <laughs> Was there something in my tone which said, oh, he's an awful, awful sweet corn boy? <laughs> yeah, it was. Did your mum have to uh, have to like make separate? Did it have to be like... Well, yeah. I remember sometimes she'd um, like accidentally mix the sweet corn in with the peas and then oh, I'd make her God, separate them again. a lot of effort, yeah. Yeah. How, how could you, mother? <laughs> no, my peas are sweet. Give them to my disgusting brother. I do I do know what you mean. I, I often notice um, that people, when they pick the food on here, it's like, it's quite, it's sometimes extremes of flavour and for like something that is, a, it's quite sweet, isn't it? It's quite extremely sweet for a vegetable. I mean, you're coming out with the profundities today. And- <laughs> Sweet corn is sweet. <laughs> I, I can't believe it. <laughs> I don't tout myself as any kind of genius. <laughs> I'm purely the facilitator of, of hatred here. <laughs> okay, sweet corn is going to be a food choice, and what's going to be a drink choice? I'm going to go with Coke. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Coke. <clears throat> wow. Again, the reason is just I don't like the taste. Right, yeah. And I never have understood anyone yeah. that likes the taste. It is a, it is quite an odd flavour. Like, if you break it down, what, what does it actually taste of? It's Coke flavour, isn't it? Yeah. It's just so artificial. Mm. Like anything that can be used to descale a kettle, I don't want to be drinking. You're right, yeah. I do remember seeing that on TV when they put like a penny in Coke and it came out really shiny. Was it Brainiac Science abuse? It could have been Brainiac Science abuse. <laughs> your, all of your cultural reference points go back to Brainy, Brainiac Science abuse. <laughs> it does. Yeah, that or Nessendorm. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, it is. I mean, I, do, I really do like a Coca-Cola. But um, Could, mate, This is interesting okay, to me, though. Go on. What is it that you like about it? I think just like massive sugary hit. Oh, so that's fine. But sweet corn's too sweet. <laughs> It is, yeah, maybe. You're a hypocrite. Yeah, but I think it's the like, you're not going to get that jittery, <laughs> that jittery weird sugar from the sweet corn that you are from the Coca Cola. So the, mm. the combination of the sugar and the caffeine. Yeah. But Ma- does it taste nice to you? I think it does, but I, I, I like, I've thought about this quite a bit and I think it only tastes nice because of the effect. Really? You know what I mean, it's, oh, that's interesting. It's like, um, uh, some, some kind of beers. Actually, 
I don't know if they even taste that nice, but they give you that kind of that hit, that kind of effect. And I think Coca-Cola does that. Do you, do you mean that like, because beer, I absolutely adore. That's my drink of choice. Yeah. And it, but it's that thing of like, you're when you're thirsty and it's mm. like a hot day mm. and it's a Friday and you've oh, had a long yeah. week oh, yeah. and you just have your first pint That's and it's thing. so cold yeah. and crisp yeah. and delicious. Yeah. But I think mm. in this time that we live in, there's so many beers. And like, for example, I bought a case of varying beers the other day and I'm going to drink the ones that, that are like, um, like, um, a, like a wheat beer I wouldn't like I'm not really enjoying that right but I know that it's like a beer so I'm going to drink it anyway because it gives me that same effect that kind of like you know uh, that kind of feeling of, <laughs> of alcohol <laughs> you know what I mean so like I think with Coca-Cola it's the same it's like uh, I'm not sure that the flavour is that good but the sugary high that you get is but would you not rather like have a Fanta, which tastes a bit nicer? Mm, maybe I don't know. Maybe it's just because I've had it so long. I'm actually really doubting why I like Coca Cola now. Yeah, it's, it's, see, it's, it's something we should all interrogate because it's actually disgusting. Like as a kid, did you try it and just think no, not having that? Yeah, yeah. Even as a kid, like I wouldn't, I wouldn't, because I'm, I'm also one of these people that. I'm quite potentially impulsive mm. in that if there's like a, like a immediate gratification mm. situation, then I'll always take it. So even if I'm full, if there's food in front of me, I'll still eat it just kind of absentmindedly. Yes. Or if there's a drink in front of me, even if I half like it, I'll still drink it because mm. I'm just like absentmindedly consuming. Okay. Whereas Coke, I actively would choose not to to drink that under any circumstance. Really? Yeah, I really, really dislike it. I don't know if I've ever met anyone that doesn't like it that much. That's amazing. Yeah, I don't think I have really no. either. Oh, really? Because everyone else would be like, oh, you know, I could I could take it or leave it. and But sometimes I really fancy a Coke. Mm, okay. Whereas I am the opposite. Do you like tea and coffee? Love tea and coffee. Yeah. Really Because maybe I was thinking maybe it could have something to do with the caffeine, but if you like tea and coffee, I don't know. That's amazing to me. Okay, Coca-Cola. So you open the cargo hold of the plane and it's just endless amounts of probably warm Coke and that's all you've got for the rest of your life. I mean, you do know the premise of your own show, right? I know. (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly what it will be. (laughs) And it's going to be awful. Okay, Coca-Cola is going to be your drink choice. Thank you very much, Chloe. Uh, Chloe, fortunately for you, you won't be without entertainment on the island. The plane's entertainment system continues to work. But just your luck, it only has two working settings. One has your least favourite film of all time and the other is your least favourite song. What are they and why? So film. Film. I've gone with... A Christmas Carol. Yes, I saw this. Specifically the Jim Carrey version, but any version I don't like, including Muppets. And you look shocked by that? No, no, I just, I thought, sorry, I was waiting, but I just, so why specifically the Jim Carrey version? I've just chosen that because I felt like I couldn't take, under your rules, a range of movies. Yes, right. But I just object to... The Christmas Carol story, yeah, because it's been told so many times in so many different forms, and was always on when I was a kid. Yeah, and I'm just so bored of it. Yes, I'm and it's you. one of those things where, like other sh- other films that I don't like, mm. the narrative isn't so much in 
the cultural consciousness that you kind of like you can get through it because things will happen that you've forgotten and it can be surprising but a christmas carol is so formulaic yeah that you know that you've got he's you know you've got to find out he's a bad guy then he's got to have three ghosts come and then he finds out he's a good guy you know exactly where you are at every point in that story, which means that you know how long there is oh left my of God, the stupid you're right. film to go. You're right. You know how many beats get hit, and that makes it even longer because you're like, oh, please, the next bit come. <laughs> oh, please, the next bit come. I hate it. I hate it so much. <laughs> I know what you mean. I'm tired of it. I mean, and that's going to be around for the rest of our lives. For the rest of our whole lives. How about you know that new um that new film yesterday? Uh, oh yeah, where the, the Beatles whole one. Mm. world has forgotten about the Beatles. I wish that we could wake up and the whole world had just forgotten about Christmas Carol. What? Okay, so then what if you were the only one that remembered about the, a Christmas Carol? How would oh. you play it? Bury it. I think I'd bury it. <laughs> just bury yeah. It. I think I'd just. Would you not try and capitalise on the story? I don't think you'd be not able even. to nowadays. No. Not even. Mm-mm. I think that one I'd just go, do you know what? I'm not going to try and make my millions out of this. I'd rather the world not have it. Oh, I think you're right. It's just, it's so long-winded. And like, it's just like, if you see that the the, the Muppets one, it's on every Christmas, well, they're all on, but the Muppets one's on every Christmas and it just starts and you hear that music and you just think, oh my God. You think, oh, I've got a whole three ghosts worth to get through before I'm even near the end. Oh my god, the story is so tired, isn't it? Um, okay, but yeah. I do like Dickens in yeah. general. Okay, I like Great Expectations, my favorite book. Great, I just think it's not his fault. Yes, I think it's our fault that we just I don't think we've got like a wealth of Christmas stories, so we just rehash the old ones, right? Yes, okay, okay, yeah, I think you're right. It's the same reasons why we're gonna have to listen to those Christmas songs all the time. It's yeah. like no one can really break through with another like really good Christmas song. It's, I think it's the same with Christmas films. It's like Elf comes up a lot on this, and I I I get it. You just can't you can't make a new classic. Yeah, it's interesting that Christmas films come up a lot because I mm. guess it's that thing of because they're so annual, mm. they stick in people's minds. Don't Absolutely, they? Yeah. and it is that thing of being forced to sit and watch something mm. because like we consume in such a way that there's so much out there we can pick what we want. Yeah. At Christmas, it's that thing of you're all sitting around with your grandparents and your parents and you just turn the telly on and you have to watch it. Yes, I know. Yeah, that is the way. And I'm, I, I do fear that I'm going to have to go through all of this with my kids. Oh, and they're going to do it at school. And The thing with kids as well is like they get obsessive, don't they, about things and just want to watch the oh same my thing God. over and over. Oh, yeah. Totally. The amount of times I've seen Frozen, you wouldn't believe. I mean, it's a banger, though, that one. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she's still only small, and I feel like I don't know how many more times I can watch it before I'm completely broken. Just pretend you lost it. Mm. I don't know how you can do that. She, she knows it's on YouTube. Oh, no. Just say YouTube got lost. <laughs> oh, sorry, we deleted YouTube. YouTube broken. <laughs> oh, my God, she wouldn't know. Yeah. How would she know? How old is she? Three. Yeah, she's she's stupid. She wouldn't know. Oh my god, you're right. I could tell her that YouTube isn't there anymore. And then it'll be great when she's older because she can do a tweet like, "Did anyone else's dad tell them that YouTube got deleted?" <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. 
if all other parents could just rise up and make this a thing, that'd be fucking great. Okay, <laughs> maybe that's what I need to do then. All right, well, thank you. I feel like you've really helped my life. <laughs> Anytime. Okay, mm-hmm. a Christmas Carol. Anything else on a Christmas Carol? No, I'm done. Okay, a Christmas Carol is going to be a film choice. Thank you very much. And what's going to be a song? My song choice is Jar of Hearts by Christina Perry. Christina Perry that we just had to look up. That's great. <laughs> Christina Perry. Um, Jar of Hearts. Holy moly, this song is bad. Isn't it? Oh, my God. Like, it. that... Okay, Jar of Hearts is like... Oh, no, it's not. I was going to say, Jar of Hearts is like a Christmas... Like ca- Global Warming, is that what you're <laughs> going to say? And the Goku Bear guy <laughs> and Zlatan uh-huh. and Jane. Let's go to possibly the worst lyric of all time. Go on. You're going to catch a cold with the ice inside your soul. How did anyone let that pass? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? A room full of, or more, a room full of people would have worked on that, right? I just think, like, the comparison between your, your very being, your soul... Yeah. And a common cold. <laughs> it's a very yeah. it's a very jarring, if you'll pardon the pun. Sort of very good. Comparison, do you know what I mean? It doesn't It's just like you're gonna catch a cold, so what? And then you get like you have the, a cold for a week. Because you have an icy soul. Okay? You're gonna catch a cold. You're gonna catch a cold if you carry on this way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly yeah. that, isn't it? I know. What it's not yeah, there's so many things wrong. What well, first off, that's not gonna happen. Secondly, what yeah. a weird thing to say. And it's like, so what? Do you know what I mean? I've, I've pretty much constantly got a cold. <laughs> you know, it's like... Oh, well, oh, you've got we go. yeah. haven't you? Look at this guy, Mr. Meanie over here. <laughs> Going to pretend YouTube doesn't exist. <laughs> the difficult one about talking about this is because mm. I hate it so much. I haven't really listened to it that much, so I haven't yes. really got much to say. Okay, yeah. Well, it's just a rubbish song. It is, and it's just for like... It still goes on rotate. Every now and again, you're in a shop. You're in Sainsbury's or anywhere. You're in a, you know, a department store. I don't know what the fuck I'm saying. Mate, oh no, my carry God. on. Tell me other places that I could be to hear the song. <laughs> other places you could be. You could be in the gym. Perfect. Or you could be in a bank. <laughs> I don't know. Keep going, Do going. <laughs> um, But it just seems like it's on rotation in all the shittest places. And it's one of those songs where I could sing you that the ice inside your soul line and the bit where she goes collecting your jar of hearts. But somehow, when it comes on, I know every lyric. Mm, How does that happen? It's true. A jar of hearts is a very disgusting thought as well, isn't it? <laughs> How weird would that look? Just like, um, just at the back of the cupboard, like a jar of hot dogs. <laughs> and how big is this jar? Yeah, it's a big jar. <laughs> I know, right? If it's got multiple hearts in yeah. it, then it must be a big jar. Like, yeah. I mean, your average size jar, What? how big is it? Like a foot or half a foot tall? Like a few inches tall, a jam jar, one heart max, and you'd have to push really hard to get it in there. Maybe it's not a song, maybe it's not a metaphorical song about love and heartbreak. Maybe it's about an organ harvester. Oh, okay, now here we go. And he's definitely going to catch a cold with the ice inside <laughs> his soul. Yeah. That's wrong on many levels. That is, yeah. You have to, like, depend, well, I mean, depending on how many jars they want to collect, you know, it's obviously not a very good heart collector because he'd have to have a massive jar. He or she would have to have a massive jar. 
Oh, thank you for clarifying. I love how you're so obsessed with um, Being... with like gendering, <laughs> gendering correctly. I am in these fictional situations. <laughs> I am very, very, very obsessed with it. Perfect. Um, okay, jar of hearts is going to be a song choice, and finally, the island is overrun by the biggest dick of all the animals. Which animal is it, and why? Oh, I think I'm just going to straight up go alligator. Oh my god, that's good. Yes. I wanted to be interesting, but I'm just really scared of them. And I really? think like, quite justifiably. Why? I mean, I don't think being scared of alligators is an unreasonable thing. Like, no. I don't have a phobia of the thought of an alligator, just like I don't have the pho- a phobia of the short thought of a shark. Mm. But if I was faced with either of them, I think I would do the natural thing, which is be very scared. Right. Okay. Yes. But there's something particularly creepy oh, yeah. about an alligator. They're in- terrified. Like that long old mouth, and they can run really fast given how small yeah. their legs are yeah. and how mm. weird they are. And I just think if I was with Zlatan, Jane, yeah. the Go Compare Man, eating my sweet corn, drinking my Coke, watching a Christmas carol, listening to Jar of Hearts, and then a big old alligator came. Oh my God. That's yeah. just nasty, isn't it? Oh my. It's terrifying. Yeah, absolutely. Ter- I mean, imagine being chased by an alligator. And that's the way you go. That's the last thing you, you what, experience. What, like you die in the chase? Yeah. <laughs> like you you can't run enough, so you just have a heart attack. <laughs> you was gonna, oh, yeah, you maybe. You was going to get away. Yeah. But... <laughs> They're just eaten. No, but you'd be eaten. I don't know. But imagine that, though, being attacked by an alligator. That would be horrific. I'm going to choose not to imagine it. <laughs> okay, right, yeah. <laughs> but when have you ever been confronted with an alligator? Never. I don't even think I've seen one in the zoo. No, okay, yeah. Oh, do they have them in London Zoo? I don't know. Mm. I don't remember seeing one. I have seen them. Have you? Yeah, I went to Thailand, and in Thailand I went to this horrific zoo that was like <clears throat> the most harrowing place you may ever visit where the animals weren't looked after at all. And I didn't know this, right, before I went. Yeah. I went, and it was horrific. And I, I won't get too deep on some of the stuff that I saw there, and I had to leave fairly quickly after arriving but the alligator enclosure was the most terrifying thing i have ever seen there was about 40 alligators in this fairly small area and you could walk on a bridge over them and you could buy like chicken carcasses to chuck in and i saw people buying them and chucking them in and the way that they like fought mm. each other for it oh they my they fought each other yeah it was see horrific. now I feel a bit sorry for them oh I'm sorry at the end of the day they're like they are just animals doing their thing yeah and it's not my fault if I rock up on their island and... yeah it's true but it'd still be scary right it'd be so scary yeah yeah alligators is such a solid choice terrifying um yeah um do you ever watch Bear Grylls Island no, I don't. Okay. You show me YouTube videos of that at the end as well, if you like. Do you want, do you want to see them? How long <laughs> have we got? Should we just go for a pint? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'd love to. Do you know what? I'd absolutely love to. <laughs> go for a pint and watch yes. their grills videos. Pint of Coke. <laughs> no. Nice pint of Coke. <laughs> nice pint of Coke. Some alligator YouTube videos. Bit of brainiac science abuse. Jobs again. We can share a headphone and listen to Jar of Hearts <laughs> if you like. <laughs> <laughs> like the school bus. Um, okay, alligators are going to be animal choice. Thank you so much for coming in, Chloe. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. I've had a lovely time. Um, Chloe, um, if people want to find you, where can they find you? So they can find me on Twitter at Chloe Pets. Great. That's and two T's. 
two, with two T's, Papa Echo Tango Tango Sierra. That's nice. how you spell my name. That's great. Um, and I'm also part of a queer comedy collective called The Low Word. And we have shows um, every month in London. We're currently at the Bolt Festival. We have a gig this Thursday. So that will be Thursday the 28th yeah. of Feb, if you're listening to this this week. Mm. Um, if not, then we're sold out for March, but then we'll be back at the Albany last Thursday of every month from April. That's great. Nice. And it's really fun. It's like super queer, super inclusive. We welcome straight people too. Um, and we always just have such a great time. Oh, thank you so much for coming in, Claire. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Take care, mate. <laughs>